Welcome to the Idea Climbing Podcast. Today, I'm here with Sonny Sultani, who is the founder and CEO of the digital marketing agency 120 over 80. His company specializes in B2B digital marketing, and he's going to share some great networking secrets to use during the pandemic. We're going to discuss how to leverage your existing network to build new relationships, how to drive your business forward without trying to immediately sell to everyone you meet, how to become the go-to person when budgets start opening up, and more. Hope you enjoy the show. Thank you for being here, Sonny. I appreciate you taking the time. Oh, thank you for having us. And today we're going to be talking about networking in the era of COVID-19. I'd love to hear what do you think, for the starting point of a conversation, the challenges of networking in this era with the stay-at-home order and everything else that's going on? What challenges do you see? Well, you know, I think part of it is we're not seeing uh, – our clients or potential clients or, you know, people we want to get to know physically anymore, right? We're, we're at home and we're trying to make networking work behind a screen, behind, you know, um, a computer. And uh, that's been a little bit of a challenge for some folks out there that are used to just shaking hands and, uh, you know, having lunch. So what are you, how can people overcome it? What are some suggestions you would have if someone says, I, I need, not even want, I need to be networking and I can't go to events. Oh my God, what do I do? What would you tell them? I agree with you. You need to be networking, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, um, there's no better safety net than a good network at this moment, right? And uh, uh, there are so many things you can do and have fun with it, right? Virtual coffee, have fun with virtual coffee. I mean, hell, send somebody a bag of coffee and say, hey, I want to get to know you. Can we hop on a Zoom call, have virtual coffee together, right? You can do so many things to get to know someone. And let's face it, everyone wants, right? Everyone wants to have some human connectivity again. We're all, I mean, we're doing it to the point where we're running out of the house every time the stay-at-home order is lifted and we're gathering again because we want so badly to, to get back to uh, uh, getting to know each other and, and having fun and all of that stuff. You know, trade shows are, are not going to be a thing right now. So they, they will start opening up. But even when they open up, I think there are going to be people who are not going to want to get on flights. But uh, uh, yeah, to answer your question, there's, there's so many things to do for networking. Um, LinkedIn, right? You got Zoom. You have, um, you know, use your current network to introduce you to more, you know, uh, people that, uh, um, that uh, you know, you can connect with. Be a resource to people. That's, that's the first thing, you know. Uh, I think a lot of people want to sell right now, and I, and I get that. But uh, we all need resources right now. We're all trying to navigate something we're not, we're not quite sure of. And so if you're all open yourself and say, you know, I'd love to be a resource to you. I've got a, I've got a client who's a CPA. He, you know, his uh, LinkedIn message says, I want to be a resource to you. He's, he's on the phone constantly meeting new people. I mean, on daily, uh, he's meeting new people. And then he posts it on LinkedIn. He's like, I just met this person. This person does this, right? And this mm-hmm. is what I loved about this person. And I'm like, yeah, you're doing this right because you're meeting a ton of people. You're making sure you're, you're being a resource to them and you're, 
you're helping sell them on your LinkedIn profile and get them engaged and all of that. I, I think that's a phenomenal way to, to start a conversation today. Well, I think that's key is what, to be a resource. And I also, the other thing that you just said that really stands out for me is you leveraging your current network to meet new people. Cause it seems like a lot of people have more time on their hands cause they're used to, you know, traveling to and from work, traveling to and from meetings. And now they're at home all day. And I think they have more time on their hands and we're more likely to take an introduction. But I think a lot of people miss the boat on that. I mean, what do you think about that? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I, th I think people are not used to uh, sitting back on a screen and asking for stuff. They uh, feel more comfortable when they're face to face and can feel your, you know, see your body language and see you emotionally. And, and I'm sure you're experiencing the same thing, Mark, when you're uh, doing this because like, you know, there, it's fun to be in a studio together and really like have that synergy and this, uh, you know, being on Zoom is, is uh, great because we've allowed technology to, to continue what we're doing, but at the same time, it's not the same, right? So yeah, we, we just got to get past the fact that we're in this different space and continue to ask for things that we need without physically seeing each other. So a great approach to um, ask, you know, reaching out to your network is really just reaching out and say, hey, you know, um, I miss you, uh, you know, or, or what's going on in your world? I kind of want to know what's, what's happening. Hey, you know, I've got these new services. I'm, you know, I'm looking for more clients. Do you know anybody that uh, I should be talking to right now? You know, just ask. That's powerful. I mean, I think that's how most things start is just asking. And I've noticed it with my network where I'm starting to reach out. I have a new thing where it's five people a day and I send them a Calendly link. I make it really easy. There's no back and forth. It's just, here it is. I want to know who you need to know and what you're working on right now. But, and I'm realizing it's like, why aren't they asking me this? I mean, why do you think it is that people aren't asking? Cause it's, I would think that I should be flooded with requests for zoom meetings right now and it's not happening. And I'm wondering why, when I reach out to people, they're ecstatic about it though. Whether it's recording a podcast, like you said yes to, or just a call, they're excited, but they're not doing it. I mean, what do you think about that? I, I think, I think this is a missed opportunity. Like if you think about where everyone else is right now, you have a choice. You can either fold, you know, uh, you know, and just sit, you know, at your desk, kind of wondering when the crisis is going to be averted. Or you can say, you know what? It's a crisis. I don't have a choice. I'm going to have to work in this new world. And you have to kind of get past your own barrier and say that this is an important thing that I've got to continue doing. And this might be the best time to do it because you just, you just said it, Mark. There's not a lot of people doing it. There's a competition is slim. So why not? Why not take the opportunity to go meet someone? And there's a lot of people that are in directors or VP positions today that, uh, you know, six months ago would never have had the time to connect with someone or like a small vendor like me, right? I, I'm getting meetings with uh, executives that have, you know, two, 300 employees. Um, I'm a startup. So you know, they, it, this is prime opportunity to get those people on the phone that wouldn't have otherwise had had time for you. So take advantage of it. What is your, what do your requests look like when you're asking them for a call or a zoom meeting? What kind of verbiage are you using? And 
I'm literally, and I'm being sincere. I, you know, I'm saying the same things as I always do. I say, hey, you know what? I'm in marketing. I know this is a crisis, right? I don't want to sell you anything. I just want to get to know you and your company. I want to kind of be a resource to everyone around them. You know, uh, I just, uh, this is my opportunity to get to know as many people in the area. I usually pick uh, logistically, you know, I'm picking people in my little area of the world and saying, hey, you know, you're next door to me. I'd love to learn what you guys do as a business and see if, if there's something I can, you know, help you with. Um, what, you, what you have to do is ensure that in that initial call, uh, you are trying to learn about them and their business because there's a lot of businesses currently hurting. And for me to be selling marketing services to someone who doesn't have the budget, it, it's not helpful. It's not helpful because uh, they're already struggling. They're trying to figure out how to make their day happen. And, uh, and so I approach it as, hey, let's just get to know each other, you know, because this is the only time I'm going to be able to make friends. And where are they coming from? Is it people that you already know as loose connections, introductions from friends? Is it a cold call? Just, hey, I want to get to know you. So you're getting into how I operate here. So yeah. I usually I usually find people in my network who are um, kind of center to a, a big networking pool, right? You, everyone knows that one person who, who kind of knows everyone, right? Um, so what I do is I find those people and I'll I'll hang out with them and I'll kind of say, hey, um, you know, uh, I'd love to get to know more people, and they since they know a lot of a lot of folks, they tend to uh, uh, make some great introductions. Um, and they make introductions that are a good fit. I also use LinkedIn, you know, use Sales Navigator, Target um, in the area that I'm in and kind of pick some uh, uh, companies that I think would be a good fit for me to know, you know. Uh, so there are a couple of those. Alignable's been okay to to get to know folks or some really have you been using that i get so many requests for that and i never respond to them what do you think about alignable i it's new right i'm getting used to it um what i do like is that sometimes people will ask questions on alignable and i made some friends that way is they'll ask questions like oh i'm a i'm a startup restaurant in the middle of you know uh, this crisis you know what are some ways that i can get some you know uh, sales going while I'm this, and then you get people who are responding and I'll respond, but you notice that the, there's, there's only a handful of people right now on it. Mm -hmm. So, uh, oftentimes you get seen. So it's a nice, nice place to be as an early adapter. I don't know what the longevity of Alignable would be. I, uh, I'm a huge fan of LinkedIn, but it's, it has its space. It's kind of more neighbor, um, you know, oriented. It's uh, more demographic in, in geography. Um, it's more geographical. Like I know my, you know, neighborhood businesses really well from Alignable. Uh, and so it's new. We're still learning about it. We're, uh, we're seeing more activity there. Through Alignable? Yeah. Yeah. So is it that you search geographic? Is that how the searches are set up? That is like put in a zip code and search for people, or how is it set up? I don't know. I don't think that's how it's set up. But 
what I'm finding out is that uh, anybody who's connecting with me, they're all in the area. So, and there's a lot of local businesses on Alignable, a lot of like in-home services, professional services, or like uh, retail storefront type services where, you know, uh, hairdressers and uh, hairstylists, sorry, and like uh, those types of businesses, um, restaurants, a lot of those are on Alignable. You know, very similar to what I'm seeing. Uh, so on the one end, you have LinkedIn, which is kind of this professional space. And then you have Alignable that seems to be uh, doing something similar, but just slightly different. I think Alignable is the business version of Nextdoor, really. Okay, so. gotcha. And another thing that came up when we were talking about with, you mentioned that you're an introvert. And with this crisis and people staying home, and, and, and what advice do you have for introverts for networking? Yeah, I, uh, it's tough uh, for people uh, to understand that uh, I do like my uh, space. If you left me alone in my office, I would stay here forever. And, uh, <laughs> um, you know, I think this is the perfect time for, you know, for introverts to finally, um, you know, go head to head with extroverts in terms of sales, because uh, I feel I feel comfortable behind a screen talking to people and email and chat and all those spaces, and I feel very comfortable um, on platforms like LinkedIn and uh, you know sending an email out. Uh, Zoom is also not so hard for me compared to just uh, getting out in person tends to uh, fill me with anxiety and I, and I absolutely hate it. Um, but uh, this is working for me in a weird way. I'm getting used to the camera. I'm getting used to sitting at my desk and, uh, and connecting with, with people. And so if you're an introvert, just know that you got more people who um, are willing to engage in the platforms or in the way you've communicated in the past through chat, through email, uh, they're more open to it right now. So if, if you're a company owner and you think, oh man, I really am not the salesperson type, uh, that's okay. That's okay. This, uh, this new world has presented some challenges, but it's also opened up some opportunity for people who are um, not comfortable uh, speaking up and, and getting that, you know, getting their message across. There's some platforms that allow now for, uh, for that to happen. Well, I think in the new world, people are now getting used to Zoom. Before it was, you know, con calls and conference calls were just the way people communicated. Occasionally Zoom, but now it seems like everyone and their brother is asking for a Zoom call now. And I think yeah, that'll help. No, no and, the, and the funniest thing is like three months ago, um, you know, I would be on a conference call and I would be, uh, I would still be able to work, right? While I was on the conference <laughs> Zoom has made it so that I can't do anything but be present, right? It keeps, that's what I tell people. It keeps people honest. Use a video call because 80% of people admit to multitasking on conference calls. You can't do it on a Zoom call. You know, one of the, one of the biggest wake-up calls I had was several years ago, I had a client who, you know, maybe threw me a jab and said, Sonny, I see you less than my Chinese vendor who comes and flies every year to have a meeting with me, right? And uh, that was a straight jab because I, I do not like going into meetings. I do not like going into uh, other people's offices. But right now, 
I get to see my clients more than I've ever seen them, period. On right? Zoom? Yeah, because of Zoom. Because uh, And it doesn't have to be Zoom. I, I don't want this to sound like it's an advertisement for Zoom. <laughs> Sponsored yeah, by. Yeah, because I don't actually use Zoom. I use uh, Google's version of uh, Hangouts or Meet, whatever it's called. Um, but the, uh, the thing is, video conferencing has become like this way to connect with clients. Um, again, I, I feel more connected to clients today than I've ever, ever felt because I get to see them. Um, and I get to see them on a weekly. I actually like video conferences uh, a, in a strange way. I'm, I'm getting used to it. I think everyone's getting used to it. And with another thing that came up when we were talking about is, and it can be done with getting people online. You, met, you touched on it with people need, still need to sell in the new, you know, the new normal. And, but budgets are changing. And this is, everything's completely changed. What, do you, what advice do you have? Or actually, it could just be insights. The budgets are changing. So the way people sell has to change. What insights do you have for that? Yeah, so budgets are changing. Uh, and I've seen some challenges with that. And I've seen some opportunities with that too. Uh, trade show budgets, you know, that opens up because there's fewer of them that are happening right now. Some of that will open back up just uh, naturally by the winter, I would imagine. But the you know the savings from that, you have some you have some options, right? What you save in trade show doesn't necessarily mean that you have to just not do anything, right? You could use that money and get in a digital platform. Use things like LinkedIn lead gen automation. We do that for a ton of clients. We, uh, you know, use the money to do you know, Google ads or some pay-per-click ads. That, that's okay. Or you know what? Some fun stuff. You know that trade show booth you were going to design this year? Go get a 3D mock-up of it and share that with your clients. You know, they're, uh, one of my clients does that. That's all they've been doing this, uh, this summer. And, uh, um, and so you've got some really cool things to do. And uh, I absolutely adore what, what uh, can come of the innovation piece through this. But don't stand back and wait. Because there's a, a lot of your competitors right now, if I had to give advice, a lot of your competitors right now have paused all their advertising. They've disappeared. They're in the darkness. And this is the time where most of us have time to look at all of this stuff that's being thrown at us. We've been dodging it because we've been busy. Now all of a sudden we have some time to actually pay attention, to reevaluate vendors, to think about, you know, what's happening in 2021. I've already started having conversations with clients who are talking about 2021. You know, it's June, right? Usually those conversations don't start till October. September, maybe, you know, if they're early and maybe all the way till December, if they procrastinate till the very last <laughs> time. Uh, but they're having these conversations now. And so what are you waiting for? Right. Just get ahead, get, get to know people and uh, uh, take advantage of that for sure. With get to know people, do you mean in this, in this, in the sales sense of the word, get to know the people yeah. you're going to sell to? Yeah, absolutely. Get to know your clients. Get to know what needs they're going to have uh, in 2021. Get ahead of all of that. Uh, again, I think there's this opportunity right now that uh, a lot of people, a lot of businesses right now thought that the best approach would be to hide because they're, you know, all this stuff is going on. And I get all of that, but 
Uh, remember, a lot of competitors of yours have kind of hidden away under a rock too. Mm -hmm. And so if you're right now the only one speaking, that's probably going to get the most attention from your clients. Remember, when things start to pick up again, you're going to definitely be the one that's going to be reached out to. So when you reach out to potential clients in this, is it sticking with what you said earlier, being a resource and only a resource, or should you have like a light pitch to kind of move this, move the sales process needle along, or do you completely focus on being a resource and not sell at all? I'm a, I'm a big fan of just being a resource and not selling at all. I mean, I think that people plant the seed without knowing it. Um, you know, people want to work with in the business to business world, which is where I operate. People want to work with, people they know and people they trust, right? Be that friend that they know and be that friend that they trust. Make sure that they know that you're a thought leader in whatever you do, but make sure that you offer yourself as a resource. When budgets start opening up and work starts coming in, it's gonna be very, it's gonna be natural for a client to go, oh my God, hey, we've been talking to Mark so long, you know, maybe we need to, we need to get them to do something for us. In the, so, in the sense of buying from Mark? Yeah, right. Oh, okay. And if you're with, I like what you said about messaging people and saying, I'm not going to sell you anything. Is that, I think that's crucial to include that in your message because so many people, it's like on LinkedIn when you friends, not friend, but connect with somebody. And the first thing they do, boom, I'd like you to buy my services. It's like, ah, no. But is, is that crucial to definitely include that in the message? I'm not trying to sell you anything or do you just leave it out of some messages? Um, you know, I've been including it in my messages because I'm literally not going to sell you anything, right? I just want to get to know as many people as I possibly can. I'm a, I'm a startup. I just want to get to know uh, what's going on. And I'm a healthy startup. I have enough work right now on my desk to uh, not feel desperate and you know, want to get to know uh, clients for who they are and all of that. If you feel like you're not going to adhere to that, uh, please don't say that in your email. You know, please don't say that in your message. If you're, if you're not, if you're going to go into a sales pitch, uh, then saying that you're not going to go into a sales pitch. Uh, oh. Right, right, right. You're ruining that trust factor. Two things, trust uh, and, and no, right? Uh, you got to keep those two alive and you got to make sure that you're uh, sincere about those. Um, so yeah, I mean, there are, there are a lot of messages that I do right now that uh, say things like, you know, I'm not, you know, I, I don't want to sell you anything. I just want to kind of get to know who you are and what, what's kind of going on in your world. And that's it. That's how we leave it. We have a great conversation and we end it. Um, but I find these are the same people that think of me when, you know, they find someone in their networking pool that says, oh, I, you know, I don't know any good digital marketers. Do you know somebody? And they'll forward me a message saying, hey, you know, I know someone in my group here that could you really use your services? Do you have time to talk to them? I, it, that's happening naturally. The so, referrals are happening naturally? Yeah, the referrals are happening naturally. But it starts out with, really being a resource to people, being there for them and uh, making sure that, uh, you know, uh, that you're connecting in a way that's uh, um, relationship driven. But we've talked about a lot of things in closing. 
well, if someone says, okay, networking in the, in the age of COVID-19, I'm really busy. I don't want to, you know, a 20 step process. Give me one thing I should do, whether we've already talked about it or you haven't mentioned it yet. What would be one thing, if you're going to do nothing else, do this, what would that be? Well, I think, I think the one thing everyone needs to do right now is uh, send out a message to the network and just say hi. I, if you're not going to do anything and you're, you're not going to go through the process, at least reconnect with everyone you've connected with in the past. Excellent. That, that, and that's something to do. I mean, there's a lot of, we said that people have extra time on their hands. I think doing that one thing, spend an hour a day, or even 30 minutes a day reaching out yeah. to people. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I, I've been having some great conversations with people I haven't had in like 10 years. It's phenomenal. That is awesome. Thank you so much for being here, Sonny. I appreciate the time and the insights and sharing some genius. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. I also hope that you'll subscribe to the Idea Climbing Podcast and rate us on iTunes. Visit ideaclimbing.com to learn more about idea climbing and hear more episodes about mentoring, marketing, and big ideas.